The new T-Mobile is poised to deliver a fourfold increase in free cash flow per share over the next five years. That should deliver at least a doubling in value, which is nice, but it could be better. This is Jonathan Chaplin from New Street Research. We published a detailed report looking at the new T-Mobile at the beginning of March. I'll provide a three-minute overview of the analysis here. Please visit the New Street website or contact one of the team if you'd like a full report or the model. Five points. Point number one, synergies. We've updated our detailed synergy forecast for concessions and other changes. We now expect $7 billion in annual savings with an NPV of $55 billion, which is substantially better than management's guidance of $43 billion. The first $2 billion in SG&A synergies will be realized quickly. The next $5 billion in network synergies will be re realized with the shutdown of the Sprint network, which we expect in mid-2023. Point number two, outlook. Our medium and long-term forecast is above the forecast that management provided in the S4 for revenue, EBITDA, and free cash flow. We're looking for free cash flow of $10 billion in two years and $18 billion in five years, and this includes the sale of Boost and the assumption that they lose Boost wholesale revenue in time. Point number three, Spectrum. We expect T-Mobile to bid aggressively in the C-band auction and bid to win. They could spend as much as $15 billion. They'll do this to preserve the unit cost advantage they now have over Verizon and AT&T. Point number four, capital allocation. Once leverage is normalized following the Spectrum acquisition, we expect T-Mobile to repurchase shares. They could buy back as much as a quarter of the shares outstanding over the next five years. Along with free robust free cash flow growth, this contributes to free cash flow per share growing to $16 billion over that time frame. Point number five, timing. We expect T-Mobile to relaunch a consolidated offering ahead of the new device cycle in the late summer, early fall. The integration of sales, marketing, and distribution should be more or less complete by then. We expect share gains to take off at that point. Trends at Sprint may get much worse between then and now, though. Putting it all together, expectations for consolidated results in 2020 probably need to be lowered a little for worst operating trends at Sprint and for the conversion of Sprint's reporting to T-Mobile's accounting standards. Expectations for medium and long-term results probably need to be increased, but this may only happen later in the year following refreshed guidance and a relaunch of the business. The model we laid out in this report would justify a doubling in T-Mobile's value over the next five years which, as I said at the beginning, is fine. We think they could create a good deal more value by going after the market more aggressively, though. We touched on this in an earlier report published in February, and we'll delve into it in more detail in a subsequent report that we hope will come out over the course of the next few weeks. In the meantime, if the team or I can be helpful on T-Mobile or any of the other stocks in our universe, please give us a call or send us an email. Thank you.